Hi, I'm Hannah. And I'm Tori. And this is Wait, Wait Why. Welcome back. Um, we actually are recording pretty early in the morning today. It is early morning election day. Oh boy. Yeah, bright and early in the morning. <laughs> the sun is literally just lighting up the sky. Yes, thanks oh. to daylight savings time. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh, daylight savings. Comes yeah. every year, twice a year, and I'm never ready for it. <laughs> yeah, no, me either. Um, yeah, Hannah and I actually tried to record this episode last night, but because we're old grandmas... Um, we literally couldn't do it. It was like 8 p.m., and we were like, wow, it's getting late. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just wanted to provide the best quality for you guys. That too, yeah. it was not happening last we night. We have better brains in the morning, I would say. Yeah. So, here we are recording. Um, I guess we'll jump right into life updates, because Tori's living with me for a little while. Woo! Woo! I'm super excited <laughs> about it. Um, but yeah, so she's staying at my place and working from here. I guess she should go into your life update, because yeah. it kind of explains this life update. Um, so I actually accepted a temporary position with a company, so I'm working with them for a couple months. Um, but it's doing GIS, so Geographic Information Systems. And it's basically like a mapping software. And so I'm helping them out for a little bit in between my classes for grad school. And it's been good so far. This is my second week on the job. Um, And it's closer to Hannah's house. So she let me stay with her, um, which has been fun. So literally it hasn't even been 24 hours, but it's been great so far. (laughs) As expected, as expected. It has been a while since we've seen each other. I've been away for two full weeks. Yeah, you've had a lot going on. Um, I went to Buffalo to visit some friends of ours from college. And people don't realize this, but Buffalo is really close to Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And Cleveland is where, like, all my family lives. So um, I went from Buffalo to Cleveland. Um, got to experience fall. Yeah, got to experience like fall. fall got to see grandma. Got to see dad. Saw my brother. Um, and then we actually moved my parents, like my stepdad, Randall, and my mom had a house up in New Jersey and we worked on cleaning that out this weekend. So definitely emotional, like no one wants to sort through their mom's stuff at the age of 25, but yeah, I don't know. I think overall it was nice because it brought a lot of people together. Like, um, my mom's best friend and her kids came and, a lot of my friends from high school turned up for me. A lot of my brother's friends from high school. So it was honestly a good reflective time, I'd say. But anyway, after mm-hmm. New Jersey, I was in Ohio again for a week. So I haven't been home in two weeks. So yeah. Tori and I haven't seen each other in a while. My cats miss me. <laughs> um, yeah, so settling back into the normal routine now that I'm finally home. Nice. Which means <clears throat> podcasting. Yes. It's nice to have that support, too. I'm glad that people were able to yeah. come out and help you. No, definitely. Shout out to all the people who really came out. It was, like, honestly pretty amazing. We did not expect that many people to really want to... I mean, no one wants to yeah. help move. I know everyone was just, like, really being there for us. So, appreciate it so much. Aww. It's always sweet to feel the love like that. Getting emotional. <laughs> um, that is sweet. How was your Halloween? Oh, uh, pretty plain, pretty plain. I didn't really do anything. I visited my friend's aunt's house, and we literally just hung out. Didn't really nothing Halloween-related this yeah. year. What about you? Um, it was hard with COVID, but my I was I went home because my mom's birthday is the day before Halloween. So Halloween, we celebrated, baby. Yes. And then my dad's birthday is on Christmas, and then mine's only three days away from Valentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, whoa. That's weird. Yeah. And then my sister's is just, like, middle of nowhere in right. August. Um, 
But yeah, and so I went home and we celebrated my mom's birthday. And then on Halloween night, we actually handed out candies to trick-or-treaters. We got a few in our neighborhood, but oh my gosh, this kid had the best Halloween. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I sent it to Hannah already, but for you guys, I'll share. It was a little kid. I want to say he was probably like 10 maybe, like, nine, even younger, but he came dressed up as one of the inflatable... Like, the like, wacky, wailing, inflatable tube men, or whatever. Like, from the car salesman <laughs> Oh, my gosh, yeah. Wait, it's actually so funny. The more I think about it, it gets funnier it's that so that kid funny. dressed as Like, do you think he just drove by, like, a car salesman lot and was like, that's what I'm going to be for Halloween, Mom? <laughs> like, where did she... Where did they find that thing? I have no idea. Also, it was, like, fully inflated. Like, yeah. they had to inflate it. Which I don't know how they even did. But yeah, it was definitely an adult sized costume because this kid couldn't even walk. Like the bottom was rolled up because it was so long for him and he was just shuffling his feet That's along. That's the best part. He was drowning in that costume. Yeah. Oh, but it was so cute. So cute. Oh, yeah, that's so cute. A shout out to the mom for really making it work if like that's what he wanted to be for Halloween. Yeah, it was like, like bright orange and had like yellow hair. It was great. That's, that's a great too costume. Good. Maybe we'll post it on our Instagram story. We'll like blur out his face or something. Yeah. Yeah. If we can do that, we'll post it on the Way Why Podcast Instagram if we can figure out a way to keep him private. But it's pretty funny. Yeah, you guys need to see Maybe it. just a screenshot with his face blurred out. Yeah. So you guys can just get the effect. Get that, get that idea. Yeah, you uh, guys got to see. It's pretty funny. It's also, pretty like, funny. how costumes have changed. Like, as a little kid, I was like, a witch or a princess. Or a pumpkin. Yeah, like, never. They were all basic. They yeah. were all basic. I agree. I should have dug through some old Halloween pics. I, one year for Halloween, I was a, my mom dressed me up as a clown. And it was, Terrifying. like, the scary kind of clown, for sure. I was, Aww. like, two. I was, like, an inf- like a toddler, like, still. Well, I guess, like, if you're a kid, it was be cute. It wasn't cute. We'll find that picture, too. <laughs> I was definitely a pumpkin. I yeah, I, I think year one I was a pumpkin. Yeah. I feel like that's so classic to do for year one. Yeah. Well, my sister and I definitely recycled costumes, because what I was, then she became the following yeah. year. Yeah. I was Princess Barbie for, like, six years. <laughs> we oh, couldn't gosh. couldn't afford new costumes. Yeah, I was definitely Princess, princess Barbie too. was from, like, first grade through fourth. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, really... it's so fun. Like, you're a kid. What do you know? You know? You still get to dress up and go get candy and stuff. I was yeah. also a cowgirl, I think, one year, too. Well, it has changed, though. Like, if you think about, like, I'm kind of thinking of Instagram moms. They dress their kids in, like, multiple costumes and do, like, themed families. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I don't know that I'm going to be that mom. Yeah. Maybe I'll get excited once I have a kid. I don't know, but. Yeah. I don't know. There, I saw a family on Instagram that was, like, um, a mother, a husband, and, like, five kids. And they all dressed up as, like, NASA astronauts. And they had some nice costumes. Wow. You know, they dropped a little bit of yeah, money on like, Halloween. Wow. Yeah, I saw a lot of Carol Baskin oh, me too. and Joe Exotic. And I saw a lot of families that did it and dressed a baby as a tiger. Yeah, I did that. I saw that too. Yeah, that, that was, was a big funny. one. That was a good one. I expected that to be a big costume this year, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's too funny. Yeah. I forgot about that. I saw that too. I'm trying to think. Are there, were there any other good ones I saw? I don't think I saw anything that really blew me away this year. Like yeah. I said, I didn't really do anything Halloween really did. I hope everyone had safe and healthy Halloween did whatever you wanted to do but kept it safe and I don't know got good candy I didn't have any candy I regret I haven't I haven't even had a freaking Reese's 
Hannah. I know. I really did not celebrate Halloween wow. this year. But that's so out of the spirit. I know. Okay, it's okay. I got Thanksgiving decorations <laughs> for my apartment, so it's yeah. fall. Hannah's you know. apartment's currently decorated for Thanksgiving already. Yeah. Just, you know, at least I didn't skip to Christmas like everyone else does. I recognize Thanksgiving. I feel like that was a direct insult <laughs> to me. Yes, I already started celebrating Christmas for all of you guys listening. I know a lot of people start now. I just think it's still too early. Okay, I normally don't decorate this early, but it is 2020, and we need That's to bring true. a we little need the spirit. extra joy. That's what your mom said. Okay, we can we get behind that. We need the spirit. So, Christmas tree's up. <laughs> Go ahead, judge me. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, guys, we are going to jump into the topic for today. Yes, we have an exciting episode. Normally... Our topics aren't this juicy, so we're excited to try something new and just have an exciting episode. Yeah, definitely diving into an interesting one here. We are going to be talking about red flags and why we avoid them. And mostly in terms of or regards to relationships. Like dating, dating relationships. Yeah. So, Because um, you can definitely go into like friend red flags and all that, but we're definitely yeah in the dating realm here. Um but before we talk about red flags, because it's going to be, like we said, a little juicy, like maybe a little, I don't know. But we want to go over green flags first, because I think it's yeah, good to talk about what we do look for. and like Yeah, always got to have <clears throat> some good to balance out the bad, right? I agree. Um, okay, well, Hannah, do you want to start us off with some like, green flags? Yeah, so definitely think intelligence, like... Oh, absolutely. Someone who can have, like, an intel... Not necessarily even an intellectual conversation, but can carry good conversation. Yeah, I think that's really important. I definitely look for that because a lot of times I'll find myself carrying the conversation. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to have an equal contribution. Yeah, agreed. And, um... And also not superficial, like, at surface level. Like, a yeah. conversation that gets a little bit more in-depth. Agreed. Um... None of that small talk. Yeah, I just feel like a lot of times, like, especially, like, first dates and stuff, it's hard to tell how someone really is because it's all super small talky. Yeah. But then every once in a while, you'll have a date where you can, like, have a good conversation mm-hmm. at first date, and, like, that's always a green flag. Go. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if they're nervous, too. That can be hard at first. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think that's pretty common. I think a lot of people would agree with us that good conversation is a great indication yeah. of a good first date. Um definitely being able to communicate for sure what else anything else um I guess along those lines would be like emotional intelligence which I know you've thought about too Mm -hmm. yeah emotional intelligence is really important especially for those who date men yeah um because men like if you're a woman who's dating a man men are like scientifically mature slower right than women so and especially when it comes to emotional maturity because I think a lot of the times, like, society tells men not to show emotions and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think it's, at times, it's hard to find someone who's emotionally mature. And so I think that's a big thing. Like, if you find that, that's definitely yeah. a good thing. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um, even, like, myself, I've definitely seen grow more emotionally yeah, mature. In I would the last, ag- like, couple years. I would 100% absolutely. agree with that, too. So that's definitely another good one. I'm trying to think. I know, there's a lot. I mean, obviously there's a lot of, like, it's great if you have similar, like, interests and blah, 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 but I don't know. For me, one, this is going to be, this is very specific, but (laughs) one of the um, green flags that I consider is, like, 
and I think this was from my upbringing with my dad because he was so safety cautious. But um, when like walking on the street or on a sidewalk with your date, um, if they walk closer to the road, I really like that because it's like, okay, now you like care enough to be like a little bit protective, you know, or like if you're maybe not in like the best area, they're a little bit like more guarded, like protect, like I like that. I appreciate that, you know? Yeah, no, I think my dad very much does that as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's definitely kind of an old fashioned etiquette thing. Yeah. That just call me old fashioned. Just call you old fashioned. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that actually, that is a nice thing right? to do. That is a good like Because thing. I'm so like action based too. Like words of affirmation. Those are great but also, like, actions, too, and that is just one of the big ones where I'm like, okay, so you care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good one. I like that. Um, I don't know. It's definitely way easier to name red flags. Oh, yeah, for sure. (laughs) Than it is to name green flags, Um, but those are definitely, those two are good ones of mine, I think. Just the intelligence, the good conversation, the emotional intelligence. Yeah. That's, those are the starting points, for sure. Me too, and also, like, I gotta have some ambition, got to know like a little bit of what you want to do with your life and that you're yeah like obviously you don't have to have it figured out because no. i don't but it's good clearly to we've have... made that clear yeah this <laughs> we do not have it all figured out um but yeah just having a sense of some direction which i think everybody yeah can get behind and these might be more necessarily like qualities and not even as much green black, yeah but we're just talking about qualities yeah. we like that's all right that's all right so it still gives an idea an indication so um, well, with that little positive note, let's jump into some red flags. The good stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, you guys submitted some stories, and that is what we'll read. Um, I don't know. Do you want to discuss our red flags first? Yeah, or? I'll tell a couple. I'll tell okay. a couple. Um, I, so, I'm going to keep this story short, because it was <laughs> honestly one of the worst or worst dates I've been on. I think it's safe to say it was probably one of the top three worst dates. Yeah, honestly, it's definitely top two. Um, anyway, so this <laughs> was top one. This was a blind date, and like we met at the beach for the first time, and gotta love blind dates. <laughs> yeah, this one's particularly. He interesting, first of all, he shows up thirty minutes late. Red flag. Which is, I think showing up late is, like, definitely a red flag. Because it's rude and, like... Yeah. But, like, a little That's a horrible... Late. Yeah, that's a horrible first impression. A little late, but yeah. 30 minutes. 30 minutes, yeah. That's late, late. Yeah, it is. Did he say he was running late? No. No. Mm. No. No. That's even worse. You're right. You didn't no, communication. no communication. No communication. <laughs> Boom. Um, but when um, he got there, <laughs> I was like, oh, like, nice to meet you. His name was... I'm going to change it for this story. Yeah, that's fine. His name was Bernard. And I was like, oh, nice to meet you, Bernard. And he goes, yeah, actually people call me unique. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Like, not going to be calling you by your name again oh. at all. Um, and the best part, like, was it was a self-proclaimed name. Yeah, and so then later I asked him, I was like, so, like, why do you go by unique? Like, thinking his parents called yeah. him that or something. Yeah. He goes, yeah, I just think I'm different than other guys. So no. he, he just calls himself <laughs> unique. Just. Oh, gosh. Like, imagine if you called yourself fabulous. Yeah, like a quality. Like, you're like, yeah, I'm Tori, but I go by fabulous. You can call me fab for sure. I just think I'm right. pretty fab. 
Yeah, that's oh so bizarre. God. It's that so bizarre. bizarre. Like, who does that? Like, no one called him that. No, that's really it wasn't really like bizarre. a playground nickname. Like <laughs> nothing. Like just decided. So oh, that yeah. was number one. I was like, that is so strange. That's a pretty big one. That's that is so strange. strange. I've never encountered anything like that. A name change. That's a pretty big, pretty big indication. So weird. Yeah. And then the second big, big red flag about him. So we were on. I think I mentioned we were on like a beach date. And we were sitting on the beach, and I noticed he had tattoo cover-ups. Like, I could tell that there was something underneath what he had. So I asked him, I was like, I don't mean to be rude. Like, don't take offense to this. I'm just curious, what were your tattoos before? He goes, oh, yeah, uh, they're both girlfriends' names. Different girlfriends. Lovely. Got two different girls. And he's like, yours is next. (laughs) Literally. And I was like, oh. Hannah would fit perfectly right here. And he, he goes, yeah, it just shows that I'm, like, really committed in relationships. And I'm like... I don't know if that's a sign of commitment. I think that guys think it's a sign of commitment, but... I think it's, A, a sign of, like, possessiveness to get someone's yeah. like, name on your body like that. And, B, a sign of, like, foolishness to do it twice. Yeah. Yep. And he said that one girl broke up with him, like, a week after he got her name tattooed. Oh, man. That's rough. Wow. Also, he just openly admitted that, too. Like, no shame. Yeah. At least he's open. We'll give him that. At least he's honest. Yeah, I guess I... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. But yeah, there's so much more there. I can't... I don't even want to get into it. Those are just, like, the two... Yeah. Worst parts about Bernard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a pretty one, big one. I also love how you gave him the name Bernard. <laughs> of all the cover-up names to use, Bernard. Wait, also, I was thinking of, um, if you've seen Love is Blind, uh, but his oh. name isn't Bernard, it's Barnett. Oh, yeah. Which is also just his last name. Anyway, that's where I, <laughs> that's where the name was inspired by. That's the thought process. <laughs> a minute in Hannah's mind. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that is pretty rough. Definitely. Um, let's Yeah, see. what about yours? Do you have any you want to share? I feel like I don't have any that were that crazy compared to that, but I've definitely had a lot of, like, smaller ones. Yeah. But also, so I was talking to my sister about this, and she brought up a good point. She was like, well, how do you know they're red flags? Like, if you don't continue to go out and date them, like, how do you know if they were actually going to be, like, a bad partner oh, or something? That's in this- true. Yeah, you know. But also, I think it's just, like, a red flag to, like, if whether or not you want to continue on Yeah, date. like, compatibility-wise. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I've got a couple, <laughs> um, and this has happened on multiple occasions, but I have been, again, where it's maybe a blind date or a friend set us up, or we just like started texting first and haven't actually gone out on our first date. And lots of times I've gotten like a little bit to know the person and in conversation and then they'll hit me with like a really weird meme oh no oh no yes and i'm like we were doing so well oh no i hate when i get sent weird memes yeah and or if they're like just not funny not funny or if they're inappropriate i'm just like Yes, I, I, if you are a guy about to send a girl a meme, I need you to stop and think for a second. Yeah. Should I send this to the bro group chat first? Yeah. if the answer is yes, don't send it to me. <laughs> Does your best friend, your best bro think it's funny? Think he would enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just delete my name. Yeah, type in your, your friends, yeah. <laughs> Step one, delete my name. Step two, type in someone else's. Yeah. Don't I'm, send it to me. Yeah. I've gotten some, like, some of them, and I'm like, ooh. That was, like, an instant turn-off. I've gotten some weird ones, too. It just, yeah. like, gives me the ick. <laughs> yeah. The ick. Wow, what a great way of saying it. Um, 
also, I got I have a couple other scenarios. I've gone on a couple dates where, on the first date, and these are all first dates, where they have gotten drunk or drank so mm. much. Like, I've been on dates where I've showed up and the guy's already been at the bar, like, drinking bourbon on the rocks for, like, three of them now already. Jeez. What? Like, oh, just wait to drink like get, on the date. Like, I get yes, being nervous, nervous but, being but dr- getting drunk before a date is... Yeah. Probably not the right move. Yeah, and also like that's pretty, that's pretty heavy for a first date. Yeah, drinking anything on the rocks, like anything straight up. That's true. Yeah. That shows me when's the last time? When's the last time we've gone on a date and been like, give me some whiskey neat? Yeah. Like, right? No. <laughs> yeah. Not maybe like if you're at a cool. Again, there's exceptions to all of these. I don't know. I think but... I will tell you and shout out to Emma because I definitely got this from her. I think my go-to date drink that would be like. My cool date drink is like a dirty martini. Yeah. See, I don't like olives, so that's an issue for me. Yeah, Emma doesn't like olives either, but she loves olive juice. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Isn't she weird? Yeah, that is weird. Love you, Emma. <laughs> I know she's going to be excited about this shout out. <laughs> but um, yes, I go to the martinis, but I think, yeah, anything. I You should not just be drinking straight up hard alcohol on a date. Yeah. Especially a first date. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Just never a good look. Yeah. If you arrive and he's, like, slurring his words. <laughs> yeah. Also, I went on, a, on the same date. The bartender, like, knew who he was, knew my name. And then we went out to a different, like, bar that was across the street afterwards. And the bartender there also knew his name. Like, Very was regular. Like yeah. I was like, okay. Hmm. So Very you come regular. here often. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you take all your dates here? Yeah. I was like, okay. I'm pretty sure I asked him that. Um, also a couple other ones. I have been on multiple dates, like, of my life, starting from high school up, where the guy does not have a car. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily a red flag. It's just, like, a little bit of... It depends on the reason they don't have a car, I think. Yes, definitely. But even... But, like, yeah, it can be. Yeah. And I think this was, like, freshman year of college. Shout out to this guy. He borrowed his friend's car to take me out on a date because he didn't have one in college. And I was like, wow, like, you made the effort. Yeah, that is a, that's a good effort right there. Yeah, instead of letting me drive Just, like, asking, like, hey, can you, yeah, he figured it out. That's nice. That's nice. I like that. That's nice. But, yeah, I think that there's just, like, some proper, like, dating etiquette. Like, on the first date, like, don't generally talk about, like, politics or your exes or religion. Just, like, those kind of things, I think that's standard. Yeah. But I've, it's, I've talked about a lot of those topics. Not me personally, but they've been brought up. Same. Yeah. It comes up. it's fine. But, you know, just dating etiquette. <laughs> just some etiquette there. Maybe I am really traditional, old-fashioned. You Like, might talking be. about this sounds like it. But I'm also so not, you know me. Yeah, that's true. You do sound like your views lean traditional. Yeah, which is probably the only traditional thing about me. <laughs> Have you been watching too many Hallmark movies? Oh, my God. <laughs> It is that time of year, just about. Yeah, I just think that boys can put in a little bit of effort. Yeah, no, I do agree with that. I think it needs. I think there needs to be a bit of a return to old dating etiquette because modern day culture has just made dating so different than it used to be. Right, like boys, you still gotta woo. (laughs) You gotta woo. You still gotta woo. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Okay, well, I think that's probably enough of our personal life. Yeah. And honestly, I think these uh, submitted stories are pretty exciting. Pretty, pretty wild. Pretty juicy. 
I'm ready to hop in. All right. Should I go first? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Okay, so my long-term boyfriend of the time took another girl out to dinner on Valentine's Day using a coupon I gave him. I thought he was just being nice and didn't want to come across as a crazy girlfriend, so I didn't tell him how it really made me feel. We continued to date for a little while after this until I finally broke it off. Ooh, that's rough. Ugh, that's just... Another girl? On Valentine's Day with her coupon. Like, what was... I need to know the reasoning. Like, what did he say? Yeah, how did he... How did that go down? How did... I just feel like on... Like, you know in America, Valentine's Day is a big deal. Right. And I just don't understand how he got away with that at all. Yeah. That is definitely a red flag. I'm glad this girl broke up with him after. That sounds like the right choice. I just don't understand how that happened. No. What do you mean? I finally broke it off. So I think that they dated a while afterwards. No, 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 I get that. I just don't understand, like, how she... Like, why did they not have plans on Valentine's Day? Why did he have them with a different girl? And her coupon. (laughs) That's just wrong. That's really rough. Yeah. Okay, so the next one. I met a guy on a dating app, and we decided to go out for drinks to meet for the first time. Well, on the first date, he brought up his ex, but it gets worse. Oh, no. He told me how he thought his ex was the one and was hoping to one day propose. I just sat in discomfort and listened. He also had a total of eight drinks and was hammered by the end of the date. I still went out with him again. Oh, no. Okay, first of all, that just hit on multiple red flags that we just talked about. Talking about your ex on a date, drinking before, and getting too drunk on a date. But also, why are you dating if you want to propose to this girl? Like, get out of the game. Right? Okay, so (laughs) I have a couple of thoughts. (laughs) Sometimes, I will say, maybe I need to retract or modify my previous statement, but sometimes it is nice, I guess, to know right away, have everything on the table, like, talking about, like, I said before, the dating etiquette, politics, religion, mm-hmm. exes, whatever. Sometimes it's nice to just get that all out on front and know, like, straight up what you're getting into. I can agree with that. So sometimes that is nice. I can so agree. So at least he is being upfront if he did just get out of a relationship. At least he's not still dating this girl. Um... But yeah, so sometimes it is kind of nice. But yeah, wow. Eat drinks. And saying, I want to propose to her one day. And you're just sitting there like, mm mm-hmm, cool. <laughs> like, is it the date or the therapy? Yeah, I'm not sure. What are we doing here? Oh, that is weird. Yeah, I think that one, to me, seems like it would be more common of a situation than the first one. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, like, you've probably been on a date where somebody is brought, brought up, up their ex. Yeah. Yeah, not necessarily your boyfriend's taking another girl out on Valentine's Day. Yeah, that's horrible. Girl number one, I'm so sorry that that (laughs) happened to you. You deserve better. (laughs) Okay. Next up. Okay. This one's gross. I had been dating this guy for a while and was pretty into him, but he would never take me back to his house. Finally, he did, and I was appalled. It was like his cat used the entire apartment as a litter box. There was actual poop on the floor and definitely pee in the carpets oh safe to say never went back there or on another date with him what would you do what do you do in that situation you get to their house what do you do like you've been dating them for a while so obviously you like them oh my i don't even know how i'd react like i could not stand in someone's apartment if it smelled like cat poop and pee yeah like i would have to be i would be like i'm so sorry i can't sit in your apartment (laughs) 
I'm so sorry. I just remembered I can't be here. <laughs> like, this is disgusting. Like, I'm about to call the health department. <laughs> That's what I do. How have you been feeling lately? Yeah. Trouble breathing? I'm about to call, like, animal services. I'm about to oh call PETA. Gosh. I'm about to call 911. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody needs to be here. When they get here, we'll decide what to do. No, I honestly don't know how I'd react. That's horrible. And, like, the fact that he wouldn't take this girl back to his house means he knew it was gross. Yeah. But, like, the one occasion that you decide to take her back, you don't clean up. That makes me think he did, and that was, like, what was left after he did clean up. Oh, boy. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I really don't know what I would do. I'm pretty sure... Yeah. I would be like, I'm sorry. I just remembered. I can't be. (laughs) I just remembered. I I have to leave. I have to leave. I have a very specific thing to do at this time now. Right now. Sorry. Bye. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that would be weird. And I think not taking someone... Like, not being invited back to someone's place... I'm not talking first date, I just mean over a period of time, which it seemed like this girl was definitely seeing this guy for a while. Um, if they don't take you back to their house, there's something going on. Yeah. Something suspicious. Yeah, something yeah. suspicious. <laughs> for sure, because, I don't know, there's no reason, maybe you were private about your living space, like, I get that, but if you've been dating someone for a while, Yeah, there's be. something. Even if you have the most pristine place, maybe you're just not into that person. Yeah, maybe you have a wife and three kids. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, that escalated quickly. (laughs) Something you want to tell us, Hannah? Or or they live with, like, their parents still. No, 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 no personal experience. (laughs) I'm just saying, like, those are the kinds of things people could be hiding by just not taking them back to your house. (laughs) Okay. Um, next (laughs) one. Okay. This person wrote, I have a lot. I've been in relationships where my partner has tried to disconnect me from my family and friends. Our relationship ended up revolving around their family, and we would spend most of our time with their friends. Their relationship became controlling, and I wasn't allowed to see my friends without it ending in a fight. How someone acts when they are drunk also says a lot about them, too. Mm -hmm. Overall, I think any type of action based on forced change or control is a big red flag. I agree with you there. Yeah, I think any relationship where your partner is trying to remove you from your friends or family is not a good sign no not a sign of a healthy relationship for sure and i think we talked about this hannah and i did a little while ago um but kind of this like controlling aspect again is a sign of like immaturity yeah i think and yeah i think when we were talking about this previously um we had said i knew a lot of girls in high school who would, like, let go of their friends when they started dating someone. So, I like, that relates with it being, like, more of a maturity thing. Like, when we were younger, I saw this a lot. And, you know, it's sad to see because, like, family and friends are more likely to be forever than a relationship. So absolutely. Definitely, I think I agree. It's definitely more of a high school scenario, I think. Um, But, yeah, going back to even in the beginning of this podcast, how you said one of your green flags was emotional maturity – this is the opposite. This is the red flag version of that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's not a sign of emotional maturity if they're trying to isolate you, if they need that kind of control. Yeah. That just... is some serious insecurities yeah. happening. Yeah, insecurities. Yeah, and not a lot of trust there is going on in that relationship then. Yeah, so, I agree. Yeah, that is a big red flag. Also, again, touching on this, it seems to be a common theme. Um, they said if they alter their behavior when they're drunk. Yeah. Like, obviously, your behavior is going to change if you're inebriated, but to the point where it's, like, an angry or... Yeah, aggressive. aggressive or yeah, that's yeah. always something to look for if people are angry drunks, because that's yeah usually not a good thing. No, it's not a good thing. Um, yeah, that's definitely a big red flag. Also, too, it just... It makes 
the whole it puts stress on the relationship because then like you have to be worried about situations you guys are going to be in and trying to account for somebody else's behavior which you can't really do yeah that's all very true definitely puts stress in the relationship also love how we're we are not let me preface this we are not the relationship gurus oh oh yeah no i don't know if you've noticed but we're definitely not no so (laughs) we just thought this would be fun to talk about everyone's experienced it in different ways yeah we're we're basically just having a conversation including you guys all in it so yeah feel free to let (laughs) us know your thoughts yeah wait white podcast on instagram okay this one is bad great great I was seeing a guy I met online, and things had been decent. We had been on a couple decent. of dates. Yeah. Things had been decent? Decent. I I know I know this person, and she said, like, it was kind of like, eh, like, she was into him. And yeah, that's what decent means to me, like. Yeah, like, you know, not yeah. necessarily seeing anything long term. But great. they were dating each yeah. other. They were having a good time. Went on a couple dates. Decided to invite him back to my place. We hooked up, and when we were laying in bed after, he asked me if I've ever been arrested. Uh, what? I said, no. Have you... He goes, yeah, a couple times, mostly for domestic violence. No. Mind you, I'm in the apartment with this man alone. Then he asked if this was a turn off for me. I said no because I was kind of scared, but yes. Okay. <laughs> this is definitely the most shocking one. I have so many issues with Yeah, this. there's a lot of this is This is not even this is not even a red flag. This is just a no. This is a call 911. Yeah. <laughs> this call the police. Actually this a man's scary. in your house situation yeah this is terrifying okay so first of all he's been arrested a couple times mostly for domestic violence he says against his last girlfriend i think is what that's so not okay and like it's the biggest red flag for me is the timing yeah it's so vulnerable yes but also it's not like to a point where you guys are having conversation and he's, like, confiding in you. Yeah. No, it's, like, he literally waited for you guys to hook up and then said Brought it, it up himself. Brought it up himself. And also, like... He wanted you, got, you to know that. Like, your perspective of what a turn-on is, that's concerning to me. Yeah, if you think that's remotely... Yeah. Ooh, that gives me... Like, you thought that this was the right time and you thought it was going to be a turn-on. Or, okay, I guess just a turn-off. Yeah, he's, like, worried it would be a turn-off. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it definitely is. I'm scared for my life right now. That's turning me off. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I need to... That does not sound like a healthy person. Yeah, I... They did not see each other again. That's scary. Yeah, that's not okay. That is... Run. Run. Don't walk. Yeah. But also, like, I'm just trying to put myself in this situation. I don't know. I would definitely be scared. Like, I don't know if I would be able to just speak up and run out it's your apartment you're in your apartment she was in her own apartment oh i didn't realize that yeah back to my place oh no i don't know what would you do (laughs) hey i just remembered i have this specific (laughs) thing i need to do right now i just remembered i can't be here i know it's my house but i have to go (laughs) just lock the door when you leave please Oh my gosh, good thing it was not us in some of these situations. We yeah, have been so awkward. I'm so concerned. We need to practice. Um, yeah, that's scary. I don't like that at all. No, this is, yeah, like you said, this isn't even a red flag. This Beyond. is just, this is a scary situation. Oh my gosh. Okay, this is the last one. Hopefully we'll wrap it up with a not as crazy one. <laughs> okay. 
There were a couple that came to mind when you guys asked this question. First, I went out with a guy who had the messiest car. He offered to pick me up for our date, and once I opened the door to get in, he literally had to move all of his stuff off the seat to make room for me. Second, and probably the worst of the two, that my boyfriend of the time, so this is a different case. Okay. Um, and I had been dating for a while, and something that happened in our relationship that led me to question my trust in him. I later ended up finding a hidden app on his phone that was disguised as a calculator that would unlock his text, tender, and nudes from other girls. What? What? I did not know. Like, I'm so shook by this because I did not know that was a thing. Imagine... Imagine being on your significant other's phone and, like, clicking on the calculator and finding all that. I would be so shocked and so confused. Yeah. She I, knew. She had a feeling, though. This girl, trust your instincts. Sometimes you... Yeah. You know. Trust, she said trust she was questioning her trust in him. That's crazy. Oh, my gosh. Men are getting... Creative. creative. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Doing the most. No idea that that even existed. Okay, but also we got to address the messy car because... Yeah. But also, you... that the whole thing with the calculator app, again, goes back to emotional immaturity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's crazy, though. I'm pretty sure... Yeah, that's crazy. Okay, messy car. We can do, do part two of this. If situation. you're expecting... If you're going to pick someone up... Like, at least clean off your passenger yeah, seat. Yeah, just courtesy. Like, come on. You, you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't expect you to come in here. Like, you were coming to pick them up. Right? Common courtesy. Like, if you're going to brush everything off the seat, at least do that before you get here. Yeah, and, like, I know that sometimes people, like, just have messy cars, and it's not always a red flag, but he, she literally says he offered to pick me up. Yeah. And he's like, oh, sorry, I have to move this stuff off the seat for you. Right? That's just kind of... Yeah, that's immature as well. Yeah. yeah there's no etiquette kids. there. It's the same thing with, like, a messy apartment. Like, if you know people are going to come back to your house, or, like, if you know people are going to be in your space, like... Come on. Yeah. A little effort. Never little hurt bit. nobody. Yeah. And I'm so not saying it has to be, like, pristine and sparkly. <laughs> sparkly. <laughs> Just, like, preferably no poop on the floor. Yeah, too that's not ask. too much to ask. <laughs> Please, oh. no poop on the floor. Yeah. Or, like, garbage. There should not be garbage just laying around your place. Yeah. Or laundry. Yeah. That does kind of peeve me, too. But I know I know girls as well as guys who... I'm like, talking, like, mounds of laundry. Okay, okay. That's fair. Not, that's like, fair, a few fair. clothes on the floor. Like, we all got that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. All yeah. of that. Yeah. Um, but the biggest thing with, like, all of these scenarios and things that we've talked about, the biggest thing is that people proceed to date. And continue to date. Like, yeah. Ignoring the red flags. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, the first girl said that they dated for a little while after the Valentine's Day thing, but then they broke up, and, um, oh my gosh, the one where the guy said he wanted to propose to his ex, she said she still dated him again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And even, like, the examples that we listed of some of our red flags, I, straight up, I dated some of them still afterwards. Yeah, the story I mentioned, we did not go on an Okay, that, was, that <laughs> but, was an exception. But I, no, I will admit, I have, like, had some red flags where I've just kind of ignored them for at least a little while. Yeah. And I'm sure, like, in your head, there's some type of, like, scale or way that you're Yeah. Weighing, you know. You're weighing okay. out. You know what's going on. Yeah. You're weighing the options, but. Like, some of the cases that we read, that's just a hard no. Yeah. <laughs> 
But there is some, like, science behind why we do that. Of course. And Tori looked into this, so I'm going to let her dive in here. Okay. So, first, um, first, let me say that I did not find as much research on the subject as I thought. I found more research on identifying red flags than why we ignore yeah. them. Um, and a lot of this research was in reference to childhood development, surprisingly. So, um, like, what's a red flag for parenting? And oh, like yeah. Like we said early on in the episode, there's so many different routes of red flags you can go down, but right. in terms of relationships. Yeah, and when I actually was talking to my mom about this podcast idea beforehand, and she was talking about of why do we ignore red flags in terms of, like, dangerous situations. Mm. So whether it's, like... Um, like circumstances of the situation or an individual in the situation, she was saying it's based on a theory of just exposure that we're exposed to it so often that it becomes mm-hmm. kind of routine and we ignore right. it. Um, and so we're only more likely to ignore things out of or to acknowledge things out of the norm. Um, so it just becomes kind of like conti- like conditional. Yeah, you know. Huh. Um, so I thought that was interesting. That but is. research for why we avoid red flags in dating. So according to Psych Central, Sharon Martin, um, she said that there's several reasons why we ignore red flags. And this kind of goes back to the fact that we kind of weigh them or downplay them or justify it. And she said that sometimes we second guess our intuition, which again, always stay true to yeah. your gut feeling. Um she said that we also tend to have a misconception that relationships need to be hard work in order to be successful. Yeah. So in some cases, people might think because they're going through a hard time, it's just part of the relationship and what's normal and yeah. it can be even um, validated as a good relationship. Yeah, because people say like marriage should like marriage is hard work, but I don't think marriage should be hard work. I think it should just be work. Like I think that's what relationships are, their work. I don't think it has to be hard work. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, I think that's really well put. Um, Definitely a distinction between the two. She also goes on to say that sometimes people just don't want to know the Mm -hmm. truth. Which, that can be applied to so many different scenarios as well. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. And then lastly, we tend to make red flags seem more minor than they are. Like downplay them. Be like, well, like compensate for them in your head almost. Yeah, or justify. Yeah, that's such a habit. Uh Uh-huh such a habit that is a habit and this kind of goes back to to how my sister was saying earlier how do we know if it's a red flag if we don't continue to see them um so a lot of times we'll downplay those red flags to make it easier if we're really yeah that's usually how we know it's a red flag is because usually we keep dating the person yeah and then it gets worse and then we're like okay that was definitely a red flag yeah should have paid attention to it but you know it happens exactly um do you want to read the second one? Oh, yeah, yeah. I re- we talked about this a little bit. Um, the Relationships Red Flag mini book by Kim Baker um, talks about the fact that um, if in our DNA, when we like are in a relationship, when we're around someone, when we're like being intimate with someone, mm-hmm. um, women release oxytocin mm-hmm. and men release vasopressin. And um, these are a drug in the body that's, like, almost addictive. And it's the motivation behind certain, like, relationship and emotional behaviors. So a lot of the times when we are connected with someone and, like, emotionally connected with someone, like, the oxytocin is being released, the vasopressin, and so we are, like, more 
like there's literally a chemical in our body that's yeah, making us more attracted to the driven. person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, the first I guess like the first research that we found was more psychological and this is more biologically driven. Yeah. So with both of those combined, it makes sense why we might avoid red flags in certain scenarios. Yeah. And then she also talks about um social pressures yeah. about getting just like I think this is a big one, too. And I think this one has kind of a lot of weight, especially depending on, like, your upbringing. Yeah. Um, so kind of like, for example, if you're a female and maybe in your, you're in your 30s and you're feeling a lot of pressure from your family to get married. You might settle, kind of. Yeah, you might settle and be more inclined to, like, avoid red flags. Lower your standards. Yeah, and a, yeah, it's true. Or yeah, a lot of people no. feel pressured to be married at a certain age, to be having kids, and all that. And I think that's a good point that yeah. society like makes us settle because we just want to fit into the mold. Yeah, and that's just one example too. There's there's other ways. Yeah. To, like yes, yeah, men obviously feel societal pressure as well. Yeah, that was just an example. But yeah, I mean, all of these make sense. Agreed. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's all really interesting. I feel like I learned the most about the biological aspect. I didn't really know that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Well, I think that concludes most of our episode for today. Did you yeah. have anything else to input before we... Um, no, I'm just so happy people shared stories with us. This was really fun. If you want to share stories in the future, we will be doing polls and posts and such on our Instagram, which again is wait why podcast at wait why podcast on instagram um but yeah i want to do this again where we hear from the listeners more um but before we sign off we wanted to throw the highlight charity of the episode out at you guys and what we want to do this week is encourage you to um volunteer time or donate or just check out how you can be involved with a local woman's shelter um we know there's the Women's Center of Jacksonville when we were in college. Um, Tori, you and were involved with them a bit, or was that Mara? Um, that was mostly Mara, but I did some with them. Okay. But I know that they um, they did things from, like, helping, assisting in, like, painting classes. Yeah. Like a type of therapy. So there was a wide range. So it kind of appeals to whatever you guys are interested in as well. Um, so it's not just, like probably that stereotypical idea of volunteering that you have they have a lot of fun aspects as well so just find whatever you're interested in yeah so uh look out for local women's shelters um another great thing you can do that we did um with my mom's clothes we donated them Mm -hmm. um so if you want to donate clothes to women's shelters um i don't know if they're taking like blankets and pillows and stuff but look into it um and there's lots of ways you can get involved Um, whether that's time or money or donating so yeah exactly donation doesn't just have to be monetary yeah it can be other things as well so hopefully you guys will look into that a little bit um and it is next time we will be talking to you guys we'll we'll have a new president (laughs) we'll know who the president is well or we'll, we'll know who it is maybe not necessarily new We'll know who the president is. <laughs> exactly. Well, this has been a fun episode. Stay tuned for our next one. Yeah, thank you guys. And give us your feedback. All right, guys. We will see you next time. Well, and wait, why? Bye. Bye.